No agenda, no takes, and no rules. Social Sessions with Mike Giannotti. And we are back after our session one. This is session two of the Social Sessions. Hi, I'm Mike Giannotti. Today, I am joined by Mr. SharePoint himself, Joel Olson. Joel? Hey, it's great. it's great to be here. It's good so, to be with my friend, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joel, you know, for those of you, those out there who don't really know you, um, tell a little bit about yourself and, and what you're up to these days at, apart from tech at home, you know, as you're sheltering a place with your family. Sure, sure. So I moved to Oceanside, California about five years ago from you see the ocean a lot. I do. I am. I'm seven miles from the ocean. I've actually walked from my house to the ocean. What's mm. kind of interesting is there's a, a crater as in like a dormant volcano between my house and uh, and the ocean. And so you're sure it's great, dormant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's some great, great trails between here and the ocean. Nice. So what are you up to these days? I mean, well, first of all, how's your family doing with all everything? Fam family's doing well. Um, I've got two college age kids. They're actually both at home right now. Gotcha. And I've got 11 year old. Um, two of the three of them have school that's that's happening virtually. So even right now, as I'm talking to you, my uh, my 11 year old is on the kitchen table talking to his class and uh, my one who goes to San Francisco State who's here, he's got a mixed mash of uh, his college uh, classes that are going on throughout the day as well. Very cool. And my so, wife's actually been working on masks. So she's wow. been sewing and- uh, Nice. Yeah, so some- Very nice. That's, I think that is great to be able to kind of help, help with that as well. Yeah. Well, and especially, you know, we were, on my last social session, we were talking about uh, having a sense of, you know, finding something to do where you're actually accomplishing something, give yourself a sense of satisfaction, accomplishment, and purpose, right? So we're not just, it's easy to get, you know, stuck and kind of mired in everything and oh, yeah. then you become emotionally, you know, overly focused on the negative and It's very easy to turn inward, you know, it's yeah. very easy to say, why is all this happening to me? And uh, it helps ab ab absolutely if we can look outside. Um, I was actually just talking to a friend yesterday on the phone who I haven't talked to in 10 years. His mother had died. And, uh, you know, it, it, we're, we're catching up with friends we haven't talked to in a long time. And I think that that's yeah. actually the relationships are so, so important right now that mm -hmm. we do reach out. Uh, I did um, my first family call on Teams yesterday. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually got everybody on, but you'd be, be you, maybe you would or wouldn't be uh, surprised how many each person was like, can I see everybody? Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody wants, and I'm like, well, it's a few weeks out or a couple weeks out. By the end of the month, you should have the Brady Bunch mode or the three by three. Sure. And sure. Uh, my family is actually kind of Brady Bunch like. There's uh, three boys and three girls in my, my parents' family, wow. and that's, that's who we chatted with last night nice yeah, that, yeah i think that's important you know taking that time to reach out even if it's like virtual happy hours virtual dinners yeah. it's all good 
Yeah. Absolutely. So, Joel. So, you know, I always tell people I'm old man and I've been around. You're not as old as me, but when it comes to the world of Microsoft collaboration, like myself, in fact, you're more so, you are older than dirt. So tell us about oh, some man. of that and how you got to where you're at. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you the um, the fast shortcut story. I, I do feel like it almost kind of built up this momentum, you know. Um, it was in college way back in the, the 90s where I was at school and I came across the internet and it blew my mind. And I, I pivoted my, my focus in a big way on the internet at that point. I came up with pizzatoyou.com. You know, I wanted, I want to help bring businesses to the internet. Um, and then, so that was even a side project while I was in college focused on psychology. <laughs> Talk about pivots. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I, um, I just got seriously into computers and number of jobs later, I end up in Seattle working for a Netscape Oracle Sun reseller where I was working on doing web development as a, as a programmer, they called me. And I was doing, learned Oracle, doing Oracle database design and doing um, Perl and a little, yeah. a little bit of Java. At least our company was doing Java. I was kind of doing the prototyping and kind of laying things out and then they would build the apps. Yeah. And that it was like a year later that I was working at Microsoft at slate.com, <clears throat> the online web magazine. And it was actually there that I learned IIS and SQL 6.5. Um, I was doing, you know, NT4, yep. <laughs> super exciting <laughs> yeah. times. And uh, it, it was also there that it was, um, what was it called? The index server. Oh, SQL. Uh, well, no, we had, uh, oh, shoot, not SQL. And it was, uh, oh, I'm blanking because I used that one. Yes, index site, site, server. Site, huh? server. Site, site server. Site server. Yes. So I was site server. 1998, right? Yep. Um, and I was helping Slate, who actually had, um, this was Michael Kinsley days. I was a contractor at Microsoft. That was actually the first time I met Bill Gates, um, who has been my hero ever since. I mean, he was cool back then, but it was, you know, it was like, I got an email from Bill when Slate was having an issue. I framed the email. <laughs> <laughs> I was so just excited about it. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so it was it was um, from there. I, I it was the internet boom, and I, I wanted to be in a dot com. I left and joined the next link where I would do Cold Fusion and oh, yeah. um, ASP, and uh, I was doing web infrastructure. So I was doing um, iPlanet. <laughs> and uh, Netscape Enterprise Server, um, Commerce Server, you know, a lot of those uh, early, um, in fact, it was like uh, Tomcat. Um, anyway, there was a bunch of these like. That forever. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of web technologies. In fact, talk about collaboration. <laughs> I was on the notes team as the guy who's doing IIS. 
So when they came up, went from notes to Domino, uh -huh. I helped the Domino guys set up their IIS servers for them and set up my first SQL cluster. Uh -huh. um, and it was so exciting when SQL 7 came out. It was so much better than 6.5. <laughs> and all that kind of prepared me for when I joined up with Microsoft in December of 2000, you know, after the big uh, 2000 scare. <laughs> Anyway, but but basically, here I was interviewing with Microsoft, and they're like, we've got these um, web technologies that we really, nobody, none of our customers are using yet, but um, the product teams have just racked some servers in the data center, and we want to put Tahoe, an office web server, and with your web background, we want you to be our collaboration guy on this newly formed messaging and collaboration team in Microsoft IT. Those were crazy fun days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And wow. I, I remember one of the first projects was help us figure out how many sites we can put on a server. And it's like, we still don't know the answer to that. <laughs> how many sites can a server hold? I don't know, you know. Yep, I was yep. the one who kept pushing it saying, hey, you can you can do a lot. You know, it's like, sure. here's a bunch of technology. Here's what you can, how you can tweak IIS to support more web apps. And here's how yep. you can tweak this and tweak that. I was a big proponent of self-service inside of Microsoft. Right. Because the funny thing people don't realize is in IT, it wasn't an army of, share, of, of a big SharePoint team. It was, there's an engineer, and there's an ops guy, and then there's a service manager, and that was it. Like there may be a, a PM that we borrowed for a while getting it sure. out, but that sure. was it. And uh, that first deployment was like 20 locations, um, just trying to get SharePoint everywhere. And I was yeah. like, no, 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 we don't want to go everywhere. We actually need to consolidate these. They don't need to be everywhere exchanges. We can consolidate and so by V2, we had it in kind of regional data centers and then yep. ultimately kind of bringing things closer and closer. Um, and then with the cloud as well, I was the guy in IT who was like, hey, we wanna, can we do this for customers? The managed services, BPOS, D. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying it to figure now, out Energizer. Now we're at Microsoft 365. How about that? I, I and I love it. I think I think it's it's evolved in such a great way. I think it is. Microsoft's made a lot of the right decisions along the way. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, as I look at a lot of what you've been up to over the years, and I think it's really apropos. I mean, when we talk about, you know, you started out when you you know you did all these web things, came to Microsoft, and your SharePoint, which was all about taking the kind of the I always call it the mojo out of the hands of IT and empowering users to come yeah. together, collaborate. You then started doing a lot with community. Um, yeah. Did some, uh, before we get into some of the stuff around now, I, I just got to highlight and, and get you to talk briefly about it. But, um, you know, you got heavily vested in community and, 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 and parlaying that into your love of travel, which has led to some interesting not only SharePoint Saturdays, but just community kind of things. Like I've seen pictures of you with laying on in Antarctica with penguins, <laughs> you know, yes. scaling Mount Kilimanjaro, going yeah. all over. 
What what have you been up to? I mean, just tell us briefly about what you've been up to with community over the years, and then what are you doing now? Well, I think there's a really interesting inflection point. Um, while I was at Microsoft, it was very focused on the big conferences. It was tech ed at the yeah. time, and there was the tech readies and so on. Every once in a while, there'd be a regional conference where they would request us to go and speak. But for the most part, it was only the big places, only yeah. the people who had money spending on software. Yep. And traveling, I just had this like passion for it. I couldn't get enough of it. And uh, then it was, you know, I want to reach the people that aren't being reached. Sure. So that's where sharing the point came from was here's a bunch of other speakers where we can actually take our show on the road. We don't need all these people in Argentina and Uruguay. And um, those people will never make it to a tech ed. You know, right. there, there was a tech ed in Brazil I did, which was fantastic. But still, it still has never been in Argentina, has never been in Chile. And uh, what, I, what I noticed and really fell in love with was there's a Latin American community. Yeah. And finding these Latin American MVPs who are basically, hey, we have this um, seminario SharePoint symposio, uh, and they invited me to speak in Mexico City, and then it was in Costa Rica, and then it was in Colombia, and I was like, meeting all these people. We've got authors who are writing about SharePoint in Spanish, and those titles are not even available in English. We're, we're making these assumptions that that it's kind of top down and goes like this. No, 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 there's actually many pyramids of, of the SharePoint community. And yeah. so it was my interest to kind of, well, let me break into the Russian speaking community. Let me break into this French speaking community. Let me break into the Latin American, even though I don't speak those other languages, you know, they can translate me yeah. or a lot of the times in some of these cultures, they speak enough English that I can do my session, no mm -hmm. problem. And so I met some fantastic people who helped me extend it. But as an example, that uh, Antarctica trip, yeah, that was what an epic, epic trip. Like <laughs> that was Argentina, Chile, Uruguay, and Antarctica. Um, <laughs> and we had Dan Holm, Ricardo, who from the Latin American community helped us organize this, uh, Michael and Paul. Uh, yeah, it was really, really solid group of speakers, and, Mar and Mark Miller, I don't know if you mentioned him. Oh, yeah, but, Mark, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the end user SharePoint stuff. And uh, speaking at these conferences, and then really connecting with the community, and what I felt was, it, it, it was very humbling to them, for them to see us come and visit them. Sure. And, uh, and like, Antarctica was a dream come true. I, I kind of saw this as, is there a way we can work with sponsors to be able to pull off something like that? You know, people may think, oh, they paid for our whole trip. That's not the case. We, we ended up paying, it was pretty much 50-50. They, they may have helped, helped us charter that flight, um, but we, we, we pretty much paid for, you know, all of our expenses and so on for, for the, the most of what happened yep. throughout that trip. But we, we, I still thank Avpoint and FP Web for, for pull, helping us pull that off. Like it was so sure. epic. So yeah, epic. it was. <laughs> so, you know, fast forward now, we're in the world of the cloud. And today, 
tell us who are you working for? What are you doing? And how are you still working with community? Yeah, yeah. So I am a director at Proficient, yep. which, which has Great 37. Partner. Yeah, they're big. They're NASDAQ stock PRFT. You know, they're, they're publicly <laughs> traded. I yep. actually bought a bunch of stock because it went down with uh, the craziness in the market. <laughs> Uh, but it's uh, it's it's a great company. Microsoft, yeah. um, they've they've brought five million people to the cloud. They're focused on digital transformation, and my role in the business is basically helping the delivery team with strategy, um, connecting with Microsoft, um, being part of these uh, charter content services, as an example. Sure. Love getting my hands on working with Project Cortex and. Um, oh, yeah. Oh man, that, I'm, that's one of the ones I'm super excited about. I hope that, that comes back in conversation. But um, yeah, it's a th that's where I work. There's an office in Irvine, but I've been working from home, obviously. Um, and sure. uh, typically, I'm working from home four out of the five days anyway, doing events and that's speaking. the beauty of the cloud, right? Absolutely. Anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Cool. So. What about some of the community stuff you're yes. up to these days? Yes. All right. So one of the cool things I've been able to work out with my management is I have my Joel 365 brand. Yep. Um, you know, pivoting from SharePoint Joel, Collab Show, Joel 365. I've kind of got my different properties and brands. But anyway, I've been doing some infographics, both for, for Proficient, but also in the community where I actually... I've been helping out some vendors mm -hmm. who, I think one of the biggest challenges in our space, people have built products solving problems with the, that everybody has. And yeah. the vendor's ability to reach the customers who have those problems, it's, it's tough. You know, it's a very competitive space. Microsoft would be very uh, quick to say, it's a very rich ecosystem. We love our partners. There's those big partner conferences and so on, but man, most partners don't have budgets to be able to do that much to be able to reach the community. So I, I try and do a lot of help. Me, let me get on a webinar and educate and have somebody be able to sponsor it where they can pitch their yeah. product at the end. And that's well, actually something I've been doing for the probably the last at least five to 10 years. No, I think that's great because I know like myself, I hear all the time, you know, LinkedIn is one of those places where people they want to make a social, con a, not a social, professional contact to, hey, get exposure for their stuff. And, uh, you know, that's, it's a need people have. I mean, people yeah. are doing great stuff, but to get, you know, to get their voices heard, it, it's tough thing out there. So let me, let me tell you about an event coming up. Yeah. Um, Microsoft 365 Virtual Marathon. I, I've seen a little bit about this on Twitter popping up. Yes, yes. So, so this what, is, what, tell us about the event and how people can get there. Yeah, so m365virtualmarathon.com. Um, basically, this started from me and a few buddies who were doing the uh, Orange County uh, SharePoint Saturday, which mm -hmm. is a place where it hasn't been yet. Um, it, it basically, um, it's, it, it didn't happen. And uh, it was going to be canceled. And I was like, hey, let's do this virtual. And it's yeah. like, well, if we're going to do it virtual, the whole world can come. Well, if the whole world can come, let's scale it up. Let's do it. Let's be the one who answers the call. 
Um, and I was on some mini virtual summits and team summits, and there's so much built up demand. People really, yeah. really want to learn. And so I was like, well, let me reach out to Bill Baer. Let me reach out to John Levesque. Hey, we've got so much momentum. We should reach out to Jeff Teeper, who is our keynote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Father. Top guy. Yeah. Definitely the godfather here. <laughs> if somebody's been doing SharePoint longer than me, it's Jeff Teeper. <laughs> he will make you an offer you can't refuse, huh? <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, my, my plan was I want hundreds of sessions. I really want to reach all these communities. I want this to truly right. be global. And I've been, what, what's, what's interesting is in the last week, I probably spent a, two or three hours with the Japanese saying, hey, Japanese Microsoft, hey, Japanese MVPs, this yeah. is truly a global event. We want you guys to, to embrace it. And they have like there's awesome. going to be an amazing Japanese track, and I've been doing the same thing with the Latin American community. Now we have um, nearly 20 um, Spanish-speaking sessions in the virtual oh. marathon. Wow! And uh, we have 24 plus submitted French-speaking sessions in the virtual marathon. See, now that's all. I mean, that to me, when I hear like going back to SharePoint and thinking of a shared. And now three. When we're talking about collab, that's collab, right? Yeah, that's yeah. worldwide, bringing Absolutely. everybody in. Yeah, so I'm I'm reaching out to contacts that I haven't talked to in 10, 12, 15 years. I'm reaching out to the guy in Uzbekistan, saying, "Hey, you want to submit? Hey, you want to volunteer? Help me run this global event." And yeah. it's actually 36 hours. It goes all the way around the globe, twice that for the U.S. Um, time zones so that we yeah. can have all these extra um, keynotes. You know, that's how I see it is like, yeah, we want more keynotes, more content. It's I all like that free. Idea. You know, as it revolving kind of, you know, over that cycle of time, getting yeah. everybody, everybody. In, your time. in your time. So, like, the yeah. Japanese were like, how are we going to pull this off? It's like, do the sessions when it makes sense to you. Yeah. You know? You don't have to do 24 hours of sessions. We can give yeah. you two tracks of eight or three tracks if you want to fill them. You know, that's that's the great thing uh, with what this started here was how many live team sessions can you do concurrently? And we figured out the number was 15. We're like yeah. 15 across 36 hours. That's that's more than 300 sessions. All right. <laughs> let's see if we can do 300 sessions. <laughs> can we saturate it? That's cool. No, yeah. that is awesome. And again, so we don't forget, we're going to have the link with the post down below here. But what's that uh, URL for that? M365virtualmarathon.com. One word.com. That's right. And in fact, Beautiful. we partnered up with SPC. So SharePoint Conference was postponed. Yeah. Virtual Marathon, we've actually partnered up with Jackie and Lyman and the whole team. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. So what's what's great is they're helping us with with sponsors. And when I mentioned sponsors, what's kind of cool here is we made a deal with them to where we can give it back to the community. You know, on our side, we don't we don't need to make any money. This is for the community. So we're actually going to donate. We're starting with at least 10 percent of what we generate and we're actually going to give it back. Um, and I've really been racking my brain how to do this but we're going to try and give it back to the families of the victims in our community 
who yeah, are affected yeah. by COVID-19. Yeah, very cool. No, yeah. very nice. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just hearing how you're doing that. It's exciting. I mean, that's and I think, you know, if you think about this post pandemic world, right, as things starting to open up again, you know, like you've put together something that never could have happened physical, never would have serviced people, physical locality. Uh, that to me is a model. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm actually thinking that as well now, like this has gone so global. We have 424 sessions as of this morning wow. submitted and Holy we have a week so left. You got to cut sessions. I was I wasn't thinking I was going to have to cut. Like my intention was to let everybody who wants to to speak. Maybe it should be forty eight hours. You you'll be like the show forty eight hours. We'll we'll add another ten. Is what I'm thinking. <laughs> that no that is that's awesome. So yeah. you know, moving beyond like some of that piece, you were talking yeah. about like some infographics and things you're doing. Is this kind of, some of as you talk about positioning and your work with proficient? Um, I know you had some, inf like you were saying, some infographics, yeah, some other yeah. things. You want to share some of that and talk about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let me uh, share my screen. So um, let me start with, since we're on this screen, this is my YouTube channel. One of the little projects I've been doing behind the scenes, and I'm sure we'll get to this, is my um, traveling epic with Joel365 brand. <laughs> It's Something like, I'm like, you know, they have destinations unknown and all these shows. Yes, yes, absolutely. Joel, traveling epic. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, so I, I started this series during the COVID-19 stuff where yeah. I'm trying to pick top 10 destinations to dream about. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just finished episode two. So episode one was all about Antarctica and the baby penguins uh -huh. that are pecking my eyes and jumping on my face and then episode <laughs> I, I'm two looking at the one, is, that's the one down there where it says baby penguin meets human first time. yes <laughs> yes that was the last it's, picture i saw of you with that yeah 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 you can see 3.6 million views and 3.3 million oh, views dude like yeah yeah like this this i hope you're i hope you're getting you're doing ads yeah yeah that's yeah. a revenue stream right there yeah this <laughs> Like, like last month, I, I don't mind being a little bit transparent. I made 200 bucks on my YouTube channel. It <laughs> it, it helps pay for the Fiverr work to get sure. some logos done. Um, it's enough incentive to keep going. You know, yeah. I, I, I think this is fun. It's it's a hobby. Um, but you can see the, the second episode I'm doing is the uh, Papua New Guinea top 10 dream destinations. I just did that one last night. But I, I just love the tribal encounters, you know, like... Mm -hmm. You can see the the lip puck here. Yep, yep. I took my kids on that trip to Ethiopia. Uh, what a what a life transforming kind of experience that was. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. And That's even true. this tribe here in the Philippines, they'd only emerged from the forest seven years prior to to when when I visited them. They they've been basically connected with land, you know, and. The reason they, they they told us the reason they came out of the forest and tried to somewhat integrate with society was for the rice. Like, wow, that's that's fascinating. <laughs> yeah, it was about food, you know. Very cool. Well, hey, uh, Maslow's triangle, basic need. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, lots of fun stuff in here. Um, I'm gonna give you the. Uh, here we go. 
So All this right. is a little infographic I put together on Teams. And uh, basically, when Microsoft announced they were going to retire Skype and move to Teams, there's so many people that they think that Skype is like Teams. That mm -hmm. it was a guy on my team who was talking about, it was Ron on my team, who was talking about this idea of an iceberg and how it's like, yes, yes, definitely the iceberg analogy. There's so much that's below the water when it comes to teams. Yeah. That I was like, I really want to build a visual around that. And uh, and then as well, it's like the migration from Skype to Teams is probably one of the most crazy things. It's not like migrating data from file sharing to SharePoint where it's like, okay, now no longer exists. There's all these different coexistence modes, and I think people get really confused. Yes. And especially islands. Islands sounds like such a great thing where it's like, oh, people can use the tool they choose. Isn't that such a great thing? It's the default, but it's actually the worst thing you can do, and you don't want to leave your users in islands mode. No. <laughs> so when I first built this, I tried to leave islands mode off, but um, <laughs> you'll notice in my migration approaches, and this used to say recommended approaches but essentially it's like yeah you can take your people directly to teams or you can do minimal ex coexistence or the multi-step but the intention here is get your users to teams yeah you know? and off skype get them out off of skype especially with these horrible coexistence modes like it's it's a bad experience as a user stuff pops up in skype from some users and yeah. sometimes it pops up in teams and uh, you know it, it's it's awful for being able to keep track of of things for sure. Absolutely. Um, actually, you can see a little reference here to uh, another community thing I did um, back at Ignite. I really felt like another kind of community conversation that was happening was Teams or SharePoint, and it's yeah. like no, 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 it's not Teams <laughs> or SharePoint. It's Teams and SharePoint. There is like, no teams without SharePoint. Yes, 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 yeah. absolutely. And that, that was driving me crazy. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put together a wedding. I, I, I just saw SharePoint. the wedding rings there. Yes, yes. I need a wedding for teams. And uh, what, what you may not know is I, I, out of my own pocket, I hired a bagpiper no. to come to the wedding. Because I wanted it to be an epic event, not just... So you know, so is this like the sequel to the funeral that was had yes, for InfoPath? Absolutely. You know, it's like weddings and funerals, you know, it's right. like let's personify these products and help people to in their minds marry Teams and SharePoint. And let's put InfoPath in the grave. And if InfoPath is in the grave, that means Microsoft's going to address it, right? It took right. years for Microsoft to fully address that. And so but when we were going around the expo hall moaning and saying, oh, InfoPath is dead, that was as much as a communication to the community that InfoPath was dead as it was to the product team to say, help us put InfoPath yeah. in the grave, give us a good answer. And I, I can uh, tell it, you, it, I being think it in worked. the field, I had a, a number of customers who, <laughs> it was great because I was telling customers, uh, you know, they were like, well, do we do InfoPath? And I was saying, well, let me tell you my own two cents. 
If I send an email to the InfoPath team, I've sent it down a dark hole from which it will never return. Yeah. And uh, yeah. then when you guys did that, when you had that uh, whole thing, I had people, oh, yeah, so it's really dead. I was like, yes. It really yeah, in fact, there's a funeral. Check I've it been out. Saying, it's dead. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So the people may think, oh, those are stunts or those are little antics no. or Joel's crazy. But I feel like, no, those are those are collected community conscience projects yep. where if I can help share a message and get people in the community on board with doing it, we yep. had 500 people who showed up at the wedding. Like it was the biggest party that week at Ignite as far as, you know, at least community sure. parties go. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it was At a black. wedding, what better way to celebrate, right? Yeah, <laughs> and guess what? InfoPath actually showed up in zombie form at the wedding. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, we got we to gotta keep that. Uh, in fact, what's funny is uh, Power Apps um, did a double tap, shot the InfoPath zombie and put it put it down. <laughs> put so, it down. There we put go. Put it down. Yeah. We, so, we have to acknowledge that uh, it's dead and Power Apps and yes. Power Automate, the whole Power Platform. Wow, what a great community that is. Yeah, it is. And it's one that's rapidly evolving, rapidly growing, and the capabilities w moving well beyond what traditionally you were able to do. So question, though, you know, so you work for Proficient and stuff. What, you know, these days do you see with Proficient and things that you're uh, doing there that are, oops, and Joel has left the house. I think we clicked the wrong button, but he'll be right back. So we'll just keep talking. Um, here he comes. Sorry about He's that. Back. That's I, all right. I, that was my bad. I, I was stopping sharing screen. I won't tell you the things I said about you then. No. <laughs> so, but, you know, if you think about like today, you know, just kind of pull it together with uh, Proficient and what really top of mind, what are the kind of things that you're seeing from a proficient point of view that, you know, you know, either keep you up at night or that you see keeping your customers up at night and that you're solving for things that uh, you're trying to help with that are really styling to. Yeah, yeah, well, it's 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 absolutely about digital transformation. Yeah. Um, our, our world is really, there's the way you're doing business and there's the way yep. you could be doing business. So a lot of that is, transforming your business and uh, whether it's the move to the cloud or whether it's the just digitizing a lot of processes that aren't and even just you know brushing off some of the processes you've got and finding that there's a better way um, I, I brought up earlier this whole idea of project cortex yeah how, how great is it to build a partnership between AI and humans yeah. humans are awful at tagging documents and here's this hope that we can actually have a solid knowledge network where we can actually tie our business data and these together with topics and these ontologies and leverage the power of AI to actually do the analysis and build these ontologies based on our taxonomies or based on what it discovers through reasoning over how our people are using this data. Yeah, man, man, I'm I'm uh, I'm very pro AI. Let's let's let the machines help us figure this out. And I do think this is gonna be, as far as taking AI technologies and bringing them into the business and finding ways of doing it, I think this is 
this is a monumental, massive stake in the ground where AI has found a way to solve not just, hey, it does extraction over here, or it's it's recognizing objects and pictures. It's taking all of these AI techniques and putting them into a single product, and uh, it's super exciting. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it's commoditizing I AI. It's cool. Going back to you know, we but both in our SharePoint days, and you hit the nail on the head. People don't like to tag, and they don't. They just yeah. don't. And I get, I hear it all the time from folks. How do we get them to do this? And we we have all this that we want them to do, and I'm like, they're never going to do it. No. They're going to rebel. So yeah. being able, that's what to me is exciting. Bringing the power of all that kind of tagging and recognition and what you can do with that, but taking the onus off of folks who, who wouldn't do it anyways. Yes, yes. Bringing it so, in. Yeah. And, and in fact, I would say there was a vision that was laid out back when we moved SharePoint to SharePoint Online. And I was, I was there, <laughs> I can tell you. There was this vision of how can Exchange be better when SharePoint and Active Directory and Link are all there as well. And we yeah. thought, you know what? We can't even tell you what it's going to be. But guess what? Here we have a platform that goes across email, SharePoint, Teams, um, Yammer, all that stuff. It's the most horizontal product that then says, you know what? We're not going to even stop there. Connect to whatever other data sources you want to. Connect to the Power Platform and pull in hundreds of other stuff. Use our partners and pull in hundreds of all your other IBM and you know whatever other repositories, yeah. open text and blah, 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 all that stuff, file nets. Bring all that world in and now let AI do its job. Like, whoa, what's the power? What's going to happen? I mean, this could, this could change our world. It yeah. changes collaboration, changes knowledge management. This is this is one of those things where there's an epic step that we can step up here. And it's like, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens when you put all those technologies together. Now that we've got it, this is a maturity step that we can take. Yeah. Teams was the first one. And now we're saying, wow, another step in, in such a short period of time. Yeah, I, I look at like when I look at the move to Teams, to me, that's like, the evolution of what we were doing, you know, team yeah. sites and all. It's really evolutionary. But when I look at Cortex, that's right. I mean, that's one of those revolutions. Right. Right. I mean, because then think of all the evolutions that'll happen on top of that, that today yeah. has not been possible. Right. This is basically going to Microsoft Research and saying, hey guys, what have you been working on uh, in the AI space? Yeah. Whoa, it's unloading the flood of all this AI technology. And uh, let's put those robots to work for us. I mean, yeah. And let's put the power <clears throat> in the hands of the end users in the business. You know, all this is going to become available. It's exciting. Great. It, it's very it, transformative. It is. Very exciting times. So, any last things you want to share? Um, so, you were, you were asking, what have I done recently? Yeah. So my last kind of interesting trip, I was speaking at uh, SharePoint Saturday in Istanbul, <laughs> and uh, I visited Gobekli Tepe, which is the oldest 
human man site that has these stones. So you, you could say this was actually where um, man settled down. They went from gotcha. a, uh, a, a nomadic society mm -hmm. to being an agrarian society. And they actually, like the goats and the sheep weren't even, um, they weren't domesticated. So basically sure. this is the valley, this is the area where all that happened. One of the most exciting kind of experiences um, there, and it's actually fairly close to the Syrian border, uh -huh. which leads into, I visited Syria on that last trip. Did you? Talk wow. about crazy epic um, destinations. Went to um, Damascus. Okay. And uh, visited, there's some Greek ruins, like yeah, yeah. Temple of Jupiter there in Damascus in downtown, the old city. Um, and uh, right next to that, one of the oldest mosques that actually says they have John the Baptist's head in a shrine. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, you know, Paul the Apostle, like, preached in those streets oh, and all yeah. that. Yeah, oh, man, yeah. it was it was super exciting, very interesting. Um, and uh, it was actually somebody else in the community, Mike Mandriani, who's originally Lebanese. We mm -hmm. stayed with his family and uh, had this amazing meal. Um, you know, it's it's these connections with the community yeah. that are so rich. You know, there's there's no price to being able to sit down with your friend's family and uh, just, it's, it's, it's awesome. I mean, that, yeah. that trip to Syria was <laughs> insane. It was crazy, but uh, super exciting. It was a day trip we did. Sure, we went sure. to the uh, Crack de Chevalier, this um, crusader craft castle uh -huh. um, near Holmes. But wow. the destruction, man, the destruction yeah. was so insane. Yeah. These like, you were just driving along the road and, and it, you know, here's a city that's flat. What a shame because people like yours, as you're pointing out some of these things, I remember a big eye opener for me was when we went to Turkey and uh, you, you, you start seeing these, you know, people think, oh, well, it's this kind of, uh, you know, historical, this and this. But really, that whole area is such a confluence yes. of going back to the days, of, you know, even before Alexander and then yep. Alexander the Great and, yep. and Greek civilization and then the Roman civilization. And then, you know, so many. It's such a rich area. Um, so much. But, you know, it's cool. And I think this is what, like, you've been seeing is that one of the neat things being in tech. Yes. Is when you're talking people, tech and culture, it takes the you can if if as long as we're mature enough, you can take the politics out and you can connect on those levels and really get to experience each other and, and connect as people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've, I've made such great friends. I think about early when it was that inflection point of on my way out of of Microsoft, I kind of saw it as this, sure. there's this big wave of the technology. How do I step off that wave and just keep surfing it, but into the community, into the field yeah. Yeah. and uh, just take this as far as it'll go? <laughs> and you could say that yeah. that's what I've been doing is I've just been surfing for the last, uh, hence Oceanside. You know? So I was going <laughs> to say my last, last question, have you learned to physically surf? I, I have been surfing. I'm not great at it by any means. <laughs> I actually got my surfboard from uh, 
Um, anyway, I went I went surfing with um, Heather Heather Newman. Yeah, yeah. Simeon Simeon's actually the one who gave me the surfboard. Um, yeah, incredible. Like I, I love being able to to just get out in the water. Uh, the the power of the ocean. Wow. I love, yeah. Great I, exercise. I grew up on the ocean. If I had my dithers, I'd be in it every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Can't wait well, to get back to it. I, I don't blame you. Well, thank Joel. This has been awesome. So, um, any if people want to connect with you, learn more about what you're doing, proficient, any top ones. I know you're going to be sending me some links and things. We'll share in the post, but. That's right. I've been doing a series of webinars with Proficient. Um, I, I just finished a virtual team summit with Proficient mm -hmm. that went really well. We had a full yep. day uh, awesome. event. You'll be, if you follow my blog or the Proficient blog, you'll hear more about upcoming webinars and events. The biggest one I'm working on is this big virtual marathon. That's huge. Yeah. We've already got 1,700 people registered for it. And we haven't even started marketing it yet. Um, yeah, that's it, pretty awesome. Yeah, I've been focused on the speakers and making sure it truly, truly is global. And I'm yeah. telling you, the call for speakers is still open till May 1st. So please get your sessions in. Um, we, we want this to be for the community, by the community, plus very SPC cool. muscle behind us. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Um, so with that, that wraps yeah. up session two. Yeah, collabshow.com, travelingepic.com, uh, at sign Joel Olison on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook, find me on LinkedIn. I'm a, a fairly-ish open LinkedIn connection type person. Yeah. It's a little bit harder on Facebook because of the 5,000 limit, but um, I love connecting with the community. If you send me a message on Twitter, as a DM, I will respond. I, I want to make myself very accessible to people. Yep. My email even is joel.olison at proficient.com. Yeah, definitely. Feel free to email me. Feel free to reach out. Happy to connect. Very cool. Well, thank you for today. And with that, we're going to bid everybody have a great day. I'm going to see if I can find my little control. I got to find out if there is a keystroke sometime for this. want to thank everybody. We're going to stop our recording, but next time, be sure to check us out on social sessions with Mike Giannotti and from Mike and Joel, Joel365. <laughs> Take care now.